Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. A couple quick upcoming dates. TJ will be in Calgary at the Laugh Stop, March 4th and 5th. I will be at the Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin, March 18th and 19th. Come on out and say hello. We always love seeing the 12 and a half. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent Irsh. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. It's it's water. It's it's a lot of a lot of the cool people are drinking it. Like you know, at first it was just like the not cool people that drink water. It was. And then, you know, people started to kind of talk amongst themselves. And they started to realize even the cool people can drink water. And that's why we're drinking water right now. Whilst the others debated. That's right. Look, I've got some over here even. And what I do is I put my lips up to it and I kind of tip my head back. And then as it goes into my mouth, um, once most of it's in there, I'll swallow it and it'll go down. This like shoot into my body and then I'd never see it again until well, much later. You might much see it later. later, much yeah. later. <laughs> and it looks a little different when it comes out. See, I've never yeah. I've never noticed that. Yeah. We come from a generation of water like you know, I asked um my uh my father in law, I said, yeah. Why I, I, he made fun of me once. Yeah. Kate was like, Do you think TJ's Drinking enough water, and he says something like, "I think the only thing you need to be—I don't think you ever need to worry if TJ is—he's always drinking something. He's always having water. And when I talk to him about it, he thinks it's really weird that I drink just water. And he drinks water, but the water he gets is flavored water. You know okay. that, like." Yeah. Yeah, that's really bad. It's chemicals. It's just they use chemicals to make it taste like strawberries or something. So he drinks that. And then I asked my mother once. I said, do you drink a lot of water? She's like, no, I don't really like it. And I said, you don't like water? And she goes, no, not really. So she drinks a lot of juice and stuff. But I I love water. Do you like it? I like it. It tastes really, um, it tastes really like effervescent. You know, as it goes down, I it, we're back on our uh, loud whispering uh, convention episode part two, and uh, wait, is this a convention? Yeah, this is. Uh, I didn't know 
that was good. Yeah, no, there's that's why you couldn't hear all the other people. There's literally thousands of people in this room. Oh, really? They're just being really quiet. Yeah, it's, yeah and they're just being really quiet. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. You got to read about radio, the nudity. I didn't hear that part. I don't think you whispered loudly enough. Sometimes I like You didn't quiet yell enough. You got to quietly yell. But this is apropos of the situation. We can start off with the triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Question one. If there was no water in the world, would you rather survive on only Orange Crush or Mountain Dew? Orange Crush. Really? It didn't take long. Right away. You know, first of all, I don't drink enough orange soda. I do love orange soda. And Mountain Dew, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I have a joke in my act about it where I say Mountain Dew is good, but it's just not that good. How long could you survive on either of those? Do you think you could live on that? I mean, I like to party. No, I mean like no water for the but rest seriously, of the But seriously, I do. That's I true. like to party. That's true. That's so true. people will say to me, you don't seem like you like to I go, no, I do. I like to party. <laughs> So I don't think I've I'm heard into I've heard Dew. things about you before so I met I'm not you. really this is actually Mountain my first Dew. time meeting you, but I had heard you're a guy that likes to get as nasty as he wants to be or as he wills to oh, be. Oh, it's all around town. <laughs> <laughs> as he wills, he wills to, to be. be. Right? As, as he, he wills, wills to be. Yeah, or wills. Yeah, yeah, I will wills. it to be so. Yes, you will it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I like to party, yeah. But I think Mountain Dew, I just couldn't and do it. And 2.7, different words with different meanings. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise known as 102.7, the language. Come next on the clock. <laughs> it is not going to be lamp time. All right. <laughs> Let's rook. <laughs> Down for some lava rock. Get, re- get ready to rook on our next che- chess segment. <laughs> Let's get ready to rook. Coming up next, all chess, all hour. Knights, take a break. Queens, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Queen City, we're here in Queen City, Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte. North Carolina. And we're on the uh, back end of a... What would you do? Would you do yeah. Mountain Dew or Crush? Yeah, I would do Crush. I would do Orange Crush every time. Mountain Dew has a lot of uh, uh, sugar in it. Orange Crush has no sugar. And it's completely, all natural. It's all natural. It comes right out of the ground. Have you ever been to the Orange Crush um, Center in the middle of uh, Colorado? Took a moment. You're from Colorado. Now, everybody who uh, is listening, if you know Cash, you know that he struggled <laughs> to not say factory <laughs> because he was trying to think of where Different you would word. get uh, and what you meant to say it was farm. Right out of the ground. Yeah. Farm, because that's where you would get the crush yeah. right out of the ground. Yeah. But you you couldn't say factory. You couldn't quite get to farm. So you said. Center. Center. The Orange well, Crush Center. Inside the Orange Crush Center are Orange Crush geysers. <laughs> and right. people just walk around with these large mugs, and they just hold them up in the air. Uh, they have the, the rain flaps on. Do they? Yeah. And the windshield wipers for their uh, glasses. They're wearing the glasses the windshield as it was. <laughs> as, as it, it was. As it wills to be. As it wills to be. I want a 2.7 the language. The wills. But, uh, yeah, and and there's uh and so people just walk around with with large mugs and they just drink and, and partake in the in the uh, frivolity of the uh, uh, orange crush geysers. I mean, you're making me want to get some orange soda right now. We passed that place that yeah, might have some true. orange soda, that's but true. I haven't had 
orange soda in a while. You know what the best orange soda is? Orangina. Not bad, yeah. I love that stuff. It's got some pulp in it, but it's really, really, they add a lot of sugar to it, which is too bad. Have you ever had oranges before? Have you ever eaten an orange? Only with the rind on, daddy. <laughs> no, I love orange juice when I got COVID. I had COVID, everybody. Okay. Not proud of it. Uh, well, I kind of am. Uh, now, yeah, so I, when I got COVID, I started drinking orange juice. And I never drink orange juice, and it is so delicious. You kicked COVID's ass, too. It's you? clearly, I did, I definitely you, did. You, like, look, did you ever, as you were in the midst of it? Whilst it was happening? Whilst it was happening? Did you ever, did you ever just think to yourself, uh, hey, I might not look so good, but you should see COVID? I didn't. You never thought that? I never thought that. Okay, okay, okay. go on. Yeah, I, I think it's time I should leave. Orange Crush Geysers! I oh, think, uh... <laughs> guesses. Uh, I didn't really think that, but I, I really, I, I went pretty crazy pretty quickly. I started, I was drinking bone marrow. I had chicken vegetable soup and you beef barley turkey. soup. You just started to drink the, the marrow. I went straight to the turkey marrow. Turkey marrow. Uh, no, but I was we're taking not, supplements, marrows, wellness formula. Why is chicken? I mean, should we be doing more marrows? I'm a marrow guy. The sun will come out. To marrow, to marrow. <laughs> Bet your bottom bone dollar. <laughs> I got you on that one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but I started taking wellness formula three times a day, okay. Okay. or four times a day. So I was just doing all this stuff, and part of it is orange juice. And I was drinking this cold press, this orange juice, and I gotta say. I just really, uh, I understand why it's the premier juice. Yeah, yeah. I think orange orange juice, you know, people think, what are the juices? Apple juice is an excellent juice. Probably, but I got to ask you, do you think. Top notch juice. Which you think? Is orange juice the vanilla ice cream of juices? Mm. Or is apple juice the chocolate ice cream? Of juices. Mm. That's my little trippy bangy for you. Yeah, I think orange juice is the sherbet of ice creams. Okay. And uh, apple juice. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Can we never talk again? That's it. Like, you know, he just really got offended at the end there. I mean, and I'm just screaming in my room. You come I fear to that. Like, TJ, TJ, you just hear me in, in the room just screaming. Well, he fucking said Sherbert, Kate. What am I supposed to do? I'm just screaming. How many it. friendships end with really sort of Sherbert jokes? Not clear, yeah, with Sherbert material, uh, Sherbert conversation. It happens to people all the time. As much as people are now drinking water because it's cool, people are having Sherbert fallouts all over the country. Can I ask you this? Yeah. <coughs> Shoot, go. If a man yeah. named Herbert. Yeah. Is transitioning into becoming a woman named Cheryl. Yeah. Halfway through, is he a Sherbert? <laughs> it's a simple yes or whoa. <laughs> uh, well, listen, it's, it's great to. Uh, it's great to see you. It's great to be. It's great to be to be here. Well, how do you feel about guys that say when you say hey, it's great to see you, and they say hey, it's great to be seen? Yeah. Where do you land on that joke? I'm not. I'm not. Um, 
I like, uh, I'm just happy to be alive. I think that's a good way to, to handle that. One. My first marriage ended because she would always say, it's good to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a divorce because of that. Yeah, that's, I don't know if that's breakup material, but yeah, it's it's not. Did you just pull out your passport? Is that uh, is that where we are now with the show? No, but you, yeah. <laughs> I need to get out of the country. After that showbo joke, after that showbo joke, I got to get out of here. You know the show. I got to go to the Bahamas. You know the show is uh, not going well when uh, <laughs> some of you people in the show are like guests. pulling out their crass, their passwords. Uh, they're crass. They're crass ports. Well, crass port is it's a really, really dirty really passport. Rude. Yeah, you're really rude about your on your passport. Passage. Yeah, I actually did a corporate show passport, recently. Passport, please. Oh, you want to see this old thing? <laughs> I did the a little police pig. The customs agent pig. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. This is your passport. I want to see your passport. <laughs> I did a, a virtual show recently where uh, it was on like, I don't know, there was probably 20 or 30 different countries of people that were watching. Really? And at one point I said, uh, I've, I've always wanted to eat it on five different continents. Uh, this is a, a good experience for me. You know, I mean, it, that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did it go well? Yeah, no, they were laughing. I mean, you know, I was kind of poking fun at myself and, yeah. of course, uh, the situation because usually you can't struggle uh, on that many continents at once. But um, I digress. Yeah, but I, I get that. Um, we were talking about um, on the last episode. Um, actually, let's let's do one more. Um, let's do triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, question two, two, question two, question two. two. Yeah, two. We were talking about COVID. Do you think they should name... Variants of or more like the variants of we've had uh, beta, delta. Have we had beta? We haven't had beta. We've well, had we delta should. and omicron. That's okay. Delta and omicron. I think we should have. We should name it after more failed products, because then you know it would have less of a, a trajectory. Uh, well, for I example, felt bad for Delta Airlines when. Yeah. Delta Strain yeah. came out because yeah. I like Delta Airlines. It's my favorite airline. Yeah, and they're not a failed product. I think you want to doom the uh, variant by saying, uh, oh, I got a bad case of uh, the LaserDisc variant, you know, or you know, something more of a failed. The LaserDisc variant would be a really cool <laughs> variant. That's what I watched growing up was LaserDiscs. Did you really? My father has a huge library. I mean, it's from decades, you know, yeah. of accumulation. Of laser discs. Were they square or were they? Uh, no, they're round. discs. They're round. <laughs> they're discs. The square discs. The old square dick dad. <laughs> um, and so it's a pretty, uh, you know, he. I don't know. He's got hundreds of them. I mean, really, so many. They're all alphabetized and everything. And I remember for a while, he made us put. It was years and years and years after. He bought all these plastic sleeves for them, like yeah. to protect the covers. Yeah. And then just the last time I went there, he had removed all of those. He had gotten rid of all of them. The and sleeves? it was such a big deal. And I said, why Why didn't you do that earlier? I always thought it was so... And he said, well, I don't know. You know. But it was clear. He was like, why did he ever do that? You know, Because I, I understand, but to protect them, but that's what the sleeve is. It's basically what it is, is it's people who put a a, a white thing over their record sleeve. Right, they right. They put the plastic over the record sleeve. It's like you don't really need the plastic. Yeah. You just don't need it. You're it's not showing like it to anybody. Joke. It's sort of like putting some toilet paper down on the toilet. You've already got a butt. You have a bottom. 
You, that's what butts are for. God damn I mean, it. The protection's already there. Right? And once you had once COVID happened, there was yeah. this totally new thing I was talking to somebody about. Everybody, if you carry hand sanitizer, you just put a little bit of that on the toilet paper. Yeah. You can clean the toilet. The toilet yeah. seat is completely sanitized. Yeah, yeah. So so your dad... It's a ton of fun. Yeah. People just won't listen to me about it. <laughs> Come on, guys. Listen up. <laughs> Sanitize your toilet. True Bang Lightning Round, question three. Question, question three. number three. Is anything less utilized... Uh, name three things that are less utilized than the hotel gym. Because it just seems like no one's ever in there. And it seems to me that people walk in... Take a look, decide working out isn't for them, and then leave. Everyone yeah. wants to take a take a tour of the hotel gym, right? You see them always. Take a quick I, I always look at it, and I walk in. I see that no one's there. I, walk, oh, hmm. I could imagine using this at some point in my life, but not on this trip. Good night. Not uh, later, dude. Not this round. Later days. Later days is a good one. Do you say that a lot? Did you just make that up? Just, just came. Yeah, it just came out of me. Really? Yeah. Later yeah. days. Later days. Hey man, later days. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I don't really ever use it. But does this hotel have a pool? No, it doesn't. It broke my. But mind. you're a big pool guy. Yeah, yeah and I like the pools. But yeah, the and I've been looking the whole weekend at this pool across the the way there, and wondering if that might be something we could sneak into. Oh, it looks yeah. like an apartment complex with a pool on maybe the third floor, a little balcony. We should try and get uh, well, into problem the problem is, it's, I don't know, it's 35, 30 degrees out. So, you know, it's a stretch. Yeah, it's a lot to go. That is but nice maybe we cool. should. Anything less utilized than the gym? Can you think of anything? Certainly nothing at the hotel is less utilized than the gym. How often they'll be like, we do just you rebuilt. use your coffee maker? We have a new gym. It'd be like, it's going to be new for quite a while. Yeah. That's gonna be the newest thing. At People this are hotel. breaking in, yeah. breaking it in. How often do you use the coffee maker? I've never used the coffee maker, not one time. Yeah, I think there are more coffee makers. I think people who drink coffee now don't make it in the room. They go and they buy a coffee. Good point. You're right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think there's that, and then I think. I mean, I was really surprised to hear you or see you using the safe. I think that this uh, the hotel room safe is probably less used than the workout room for sure. Actually, I would bet. I'll put the I'll put. I my bet computer. dollars to donuts. I'll put my computer in the safe. Will you? Yeah. Is your computer in the safe now? No, because um, I was using it. So you're a liar. I was using. It's it what you're saying. I'm you in lie. <laughs> is that what you're saying that you're a liar? <laughs> That you lie. That's exactly. <laughs> Do you agree? I think you've got to agree. I'm right. That's true. Not a lot of people use it. So there you go. Do you do you um, do you leave the TV on just to make sure no one breaks in? No, I haven't done that. I just always leave the do not disturb thing on, and then what I do is I carry all the cash that I have on me. Yeah. So I just don't leave it in the room. Sometimes I'll hide it, well, here's I what I do. Uh, instead of leaving the TV on, I hire a large group of uh, Shakespearean actors and actresses mm. to come inside my room. Mm. And then right as I'm about to leave each time, I go, we're doing it live! Oh. And then I leave. And they start the mm. performance. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, me likey. <laughs> 
Papa Shaky Likey. <laughs> um, hey, shake my spear. I like it. <laughs> shake my spear. Is that, is that a new thing? Yeah. Shake my spear. Uh, it's a spear shaking kind of night. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we need to finish the. Uh, we're working. Well, yeah, I, we need to hear about the story of the ribs. Okay, so and we met was, a guy named Rib last yeah, I know, night. Yeah, so that was ironic. Who was a lot of irony. One guy had a carton of milk blow up in the back of his car. His kids put it back there. <laughs> That's why he bought a new car. Yeah, and he bought a new car because it spoiled over a three-month period because it was during the pandemic. And it spoiled in the back of his car, and it smelled so bad that he decided to just buy a new car. And he said, I think he said something like, well, you know, I need a new car, but I just tried everything and I just couldn't get it out. And Cash and I were like, okay, all right. First of all, he didn't drive his car for three months. And he said, you know, my wife's car, I just drove that. And I'm thinking, why? Why wouldn't you, you just stop driving your car? Well, also, didn't didn't you start it a few times just to make sure that, you know, the battery? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you, why wouldn't you drive your own car at all? You never once. This story is a little bit suspect. Milky, milky milk toast. I was gonna say fishy and then milky fishy. Milky fish bone. <laughs> uh, right? I I think that it There's was more also to it. funny. More to it. it was also funny that the um, so this is you know one of the managers of the club, and the other thing he said he goes yeah one of my my kids were unloading groceries and they left the milk in the car, and Cash and I immediately assumed. That the kids were like 14 yeah, or yeah. something like that or nine or something. And then I said, how old are they? He goes, oh, no, they're they're like teenagers. And we asked again, I go, really, how old? Are One of them was 17. The other was like 28. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like, dude, what the fuck is going on at your house? No one's allowed to use any car except for your wife's. You got, these, you got a guy who's almost 30 leaving milk in the back of your car. What the fuck is going on, man? Yeah. yeah. You bought a new you bought a new car and the other car was only two years old. But it would smell too much like milk. Yeah. Is there a discount? You know, or do you get paid less if you've yeah. got a milky car? On the mil- I think there's only one way that car can end up, and that's being a milk delivery car. That's right. Like there's no way to go other than that. I mean, I bet that's pretty rancid to have milk that's been there for have three you ever, months. Uh, this is an essential question, but have you ever not been able to sleep because a smell of a smell? We all once in a while we can't sleep. Because I've never of heard of that. Yeah, was, have you ever? That's really funny. Have yeah. you? I've never. Uh, yeah, yeah, it happened to me recently. Really? Yeah, we have. There's places that have smelled bad enough that I yeah, I but can't I can't sleep because it smells bad. Because they say, oh, you'll get used to it. No, I. I was on a trip once that was ruined because of the smell. Because they were re <laughs> The smell of the trip? You no, know, they were re the thing outside of the building or something, and it just smelled so bad, like manure. And it kind of ruined the trip. I couldn't sleep, and I, I, just, I just couldn't get over it. And that's what's happening in my house now. Cause really? We have two, yeah, we have two little cats since I last saw you. Oh, boy, here we go. Cats are... I like cats. I've always liked cats, but... These cats, they, they take more than they give. That's what you've been saying, but they're still kittens. Let me ask you this. This is really important. Yeah. Do you have a litter box for them? No, we just let them just go wherever they want. Pillows, how you doing? blankets. Yeah. How, you, how you been? Good? That's the part of, you know. It's been good talking actually, to you. Actually, we put... <laughs> Where's my passport? Here's your sherbet and your passport. <laughs> Here's your sherbet and your passport. 
Later don't, days. Don't later let days. The, later days. Don't let the door hit your dick on the way in. Wait, what? Yeah, you're coming back in, aren't you? No, we have. Um, yeah, we have the, we have the two cats. And, but uh, so I'm going to ask you something. Yeah, yeah. So you have a litter box, right? Yeah, we Is do. it an open litter box? Yeah. So that's why it smells terrible. So yeah. Kate has this thing, okay, and it's called a. It's a it's a litter box where the 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 guy. Um, the, the cat comes over? The human. No, the cat goes human into the box. The he comes. He goes into Watches. the box, yeah. and then he does his business, and then he comes out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like an enclosed litter oh, box. It's enclosed space. It's actually amazing. And uh, and it'll just change well, your think, entire I life. Someone, I think our... Because it looks terrible. I think the kid's yeah. grandmother sent us one of those. We haven't opened the box yet, though. There's a box inside a box, then. Is that what that is? Con- yeah, 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 sort of. It's one of these. Do you see them like that? Yeah, that's that's what she sent us. So we that, it up. So they it up yet. So I think we're gonna have one of those. Yeah, this but, is. But let me just say about the cats. They don't. Other animals seem to care about. Like if you if you're. Crying, that's the one that we have. Yeah, if you're crying or something, a dog will lick your face. Right. Or a dog will bring you your shoes. Whatever. Cats just don't seem to care a whole lot. They're How taking more they? than they're giving. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, sort of in the beginning, a, a little take. maybe. A lot of take. They start to give later. Yeah, they kind of. I mean, here's the thing. So as to what you're talking about, um, assuredly, 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 uh, dogs. Yes, but dogs want. They always need. They need this thing. They want this. They want to see you. They want to sit with you. They want to, and that actually can get pretty. Uh, trying for some people. And so cats kind of don't, you know, I have jokes about them, but they don't want you to pick them up and put them over by you. Most cats don't want that. Well, they're more autonomous. Yeah, but you can, you know, if you sit down and you, they'll come over, Geyser comes over to me when I sit at a certain place in the house when I'm doing FaceTime calls and stuff, and he just... He's over there. He just wants to be next to me. And I what they I love to be near us. They just don't want to lend a hand. No, they're not going to lend not a hand. They do the dishes. They don't do any of the like legwork. Even though they have four legs. You mean the paw work. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do have four legs. Four legs. You're not using any of them to help out. They won't even lift a paw. They're breaking everything. They're, we have a brother and a sister, and they're just, they're more into each other. And Yeah, yeah. It's fun we're, to watch them. They lick each other, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, but, you know. What is it, they're cleaning one another? Yeah. yeah, they'll clean each other. And then uh, we have a cleaning fish, which they try to eat. So there's a lot going on in the house. So you got a fish? No, that, that part was completely... Uh, fabricated. Fabricated. So what you're saying is, you're a liar. Do you you're lying. Pass- <laughs> would you like your passport, sir? Yes. Give it over. <laughs> time to giddy up. Sherbert. Sure, later, later days. Later days. I love it. Later days. So, okay, so here's what happened. I came home from a trip. We were supposed to go to Lake Tahoe. Because uh, I had a, a, a show up in Lake Tahoe, and I had about six hours to kill, and the waves were super, super big. Yeah. Uh, near our house, and I decided uh, I thought it'd be a good day to go out there and try to avoid the extra big waves. You know. Now the waves, I should have known it was going to be a problem because the waves had. I had seen people come off the, uh, out of, uh, out of the ocean that day with their surfboards broken in half. It was a big day. Really. Yeah. It was a point break day. Wow. So how and how You're did going down? How did this, this is the way it's got to be? I don't remember the the words. Yeah, those were them. Something like that. Uh, 
<laughs> but so how how does one even break their surfboard? How, the how does can, it even? Like, you know, can hit the it can snap in two, and people had, there were two or three people that snapped their boards that day. It was so stupid for me to go out there, and I thought, well, I'll just avoid the big ones, uh, and you know, I'll hit one of the smaller waves. And I got out there past the waves. It took me twenty minutes to get out there. It was so rough. It was really big. Really. And I was like, this is great. I'm the kind of guy that. Uh, you know, goes out six hours to kill when he gets... I just got off an airplane. I'm like, I, I'm the kind of guy that surfs on a day like this. So I go out there. And the first big wave I caught, it was a monster. The first one? Yeah, the first one. It was... It wasn't even the biggest wave I ever caught, but it was... Well, yeah, it was. And then... It probably was. And then I, I tried to dive over it, like back over it. It was on my left. I could see I was trying to dive over it at the end. Right. And it... I didn't get over the, the lip of it, and it took me and just smashed me back down into my board. Oh, God. And I broke a couple of my ribs, and the board just went flying. I snapped my leash, um, so the board was gone. Now leash snapping? Yeah, oh, yeah leash snapper. Leash snapper. And instantly, I was like, this is going to really change the next you know, the trajectory of the next couple months. Like, this is really going to hurt. Because I had broken a rib once before, and it is absolutely brutal. I've never broken one, and is it true? Did you go and get an x-ray? No, I don't. I don't need to. I've. I've. It's. You know when it's broken. You know you can. It's there. You can't breathe. But so what happens? You just have to do nothing. So I was to, floating, and I was supposed to rest for like four to six weeks. And I, so I, I'm, I'm floating in, and I'm just on my back because I can barely breathe. And I'm like, God damn it! I broke my ribs. And I get in, and there was a guy there who had my board, and and he was like, uh, he was like, you okay, man? I'm like, I think I. I think I broke my ribs. He's like, oh, I did that once, man. You know? And he goes, and he started giving me my board. I'm like, I can't, I can't carry the board. I couldn't breathe at all. Oh, so he helped carry it back with me. And now we got to go to this, uh, I have to do a show uh, the next night, but I'm, we're going out a day early. And I've got to just lie in the car just completely not moving. And every, when you have a broken oh, ribs, that's, every, that was the one where April drove you? Yeah, she drove. And every single... Every single like, breath. breath and every single like movement hurts your ribs. Now, I don't expect much sympathy for what happened next, but I just wanted to tell you, this was absolutely ridiculous. Because of adrenaline, I managed to get through the show. That's the beauty of comedy. You can get through the worst. Yeah. The adrenaline gets you through it. I was on serious, like, you know, lots of Advil and painkillers. I sat on a stool and it was fine. So we had pulled the kids out of school for this trip. Remember I told you we weren't going to be in town? We pulled out the kids out of school and we are going to stay out there and snowboard and ski, right? Oh, God. So I was like, you know, you're the kind of guy that snowboards with broken ribs. What? Yeah. I was like, you can do this. You can do this. If you take are you serious? Yeah. If you take enough painkillers, you can, you're the kind of guy that can do that, right? So. But if you fall even one I know, time. I know. It's terrifying. And the whole point of snowboarding for me is not being afraid to fall, right? That's what's fun about it. It's like you're flying, but not if you're afraid you're going to crash to the earth. Flying is fun if you know you're not actually falling. It's called flying, not falling. So I agree that the whole point, and also the thing about snowboarding for me is it makes you feel really young, and you feel really free, and you're terrified of this thing, right? It hurts so badly every time you breathe. Yeah. So this is like we, we took one day off in between, so this is now three days since I've broken my rib, because I knew I couldn't, uh. even, couldn't even get out of bed that first day after the show. But we've already taken the kids out of school. 
I've got a busy schedule the next month and a half. I'm not going to see the kids enough. And I was like, we've committed to this trip. We've, we've traded our house out for this trip. Our place is rented. We're, I'm not, we're not coming home anyway. I'm going to give this the old college try, right? Yeah, but no college student would be dumb enough to do that. <laughs> what is this, a junior college? <laughs> Pass me my highball. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we go up the first, first run. And April, okay, so I was, I, I was okay. It was really hurting, right? It really hurt badly. But I was, I was starting to get down the mountain a little bit. And I look over and I, I see this person that's sliding just head first past me down the mountain. Uh-huh. I mean, like, just at incredibly high speed. And it was so surreal. And I was like, I, that almost, I, it looked like this person had done it on purpose, you know? Because right. I was like, wow, that looks like a fun way to get down the mountain. And, and, and this person was going really fast, almost clipped me. Jeez, that and, would have been bad. Right. And it turned out, I looked over and it, it was April. And she had taken a, what? a terrible fall, right? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, like, when she came, I mean, she was like a huge snowball. And she was like, so, like, it looked was so surreal. On? Yeah, she had a helmet on. But, like, she lost her skis, her poles, everything, right? Straight down the mountain past me. Just, and I looked over and it was so surreal because I, and as she passed me, I was like, oh, that's, that, looks, that helmet looks familiar. Oh, that's, that's April. It was so weird. And then she stopped. Eventually, I mean, she went probably, when I look, you see where her skis were. She went like, I don't know, 300 yards. I mean, like probably quarter of a mile. I don't know what it was, but it was a lot. Down the mountain. And I knew I was in big trouble. Okay, it's going to love this. Because I took us on this. Because when bad things happen to April, it's, it's my fault. Yeah, you I know, can Because see I that. took her up on this, you know, uh, on this thing. And we were all worried about my ribs. And now she, got, she lost her skis. Yeah. It was icy. We shouldn't have been out there. And I shouldn't have taken us on that particular run. And even though the run didn't look like much from the bottom, of course, that's always the way it is. But yeah, yeah, she's right. not a very experienced skier. And how, you know, am I trying to kill her? And she just sat there and was just yelling at me she was so mad at me right? yeah, yeah. and uh and just so she's just covered, covered with snow, with snow. Yeah, i was gonna say that's right? the funniest part and yeah. so like and she was half crying half yelling it was terrifying because she couldn't stop herself she didn't have a technique for yeah. doing that and i do get that i've fallen once in a while where you just you're like i'm gonna hit a tree or i'm gonna die but if i dig my feet in i might break an ankle like you're just going too fast yeah so i'm like do you let me go get the ski patrol. And she's like, no. No, fuck that. She was like, I'm not doing that. I'll just go down on my bottom. Right? You go know. down on her butt? <laughs> yeah. She's just going to scooch down. Yeah. And I'm like, honey, that's, that's going to take you like half an hour. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right? true. Right? So you never see anybody doing it. Yeah. I go, it's, it's really going to take you like half the day. She's like, no, I will not have the ski patrol come. And... So, meanwhile, the skis are way up, and then these people bring the skis down. They're like, whoa, that was the most crazy wipeout I've ever seen. Oh, God, that's like, helpful. You've got to dig your feet in when that happens. Like, you were just out of control. They were just like <laughs> <laughs> saying the worst things. Right, right. right. All the things about how and she's starting to cry again. So, <laughs> I've no, I'm going to sit there with her and be, get berated. Now, the kids are with me now, too. They've already come down. Get berated or get the ski patrol, but she won't let me do that. So what am I supposed to do? So I'm like, all right, well, we'll we'll be back. 
So we go back down and we go back up the same lift and we passed her maybe. And what do your kids think when she's screaming at you and all that? Uh, I mean, you know, they, they know her pretty well. She's, it's, it's, it's good. she's very forgiving, so it's going to be short-lived. That's the beauty about my wife. She's, she gets really angry, but it's, it's a quick fuse and then it's, it's over. Yeah, I can see. She doesn't really hold Kate's kind of like that too, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what happened was each time we'd pass her, my ribs were killing me. It was obvious this was not going to work. The whole, you know. Right. Right. Because um, it was in a lot, of, you know, it was really not loosening up at all. And I was on Vicodin and a bunch of, you know, Advil, and I was having trouble breathing. Yeah, sure. Um, but I'm doing this with the kids. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, we keep passing her. After the second time we passed her, and she'd only gone like another like 10 or 15 feet, I was like, I'm going to go a different way down the mountain because I don't want to have to keep passing her because I get berated every time, right? <laughs> So that happens maybe two more runs. And then I'm on the lift at one point, and I see the ski patrol finally came on their own. We didn't call them, but they were like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And the ski patrol guy, like, put her on his back. Because <laughs> she's only, like, 100 pounds, and they he put her yeah. on his back and, like, skied backwards down the hill with her a little bit, right? Really? Yeah. And then she she finally made it all the way down. Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, this is it's getting a little better. It's loosening up a little bit. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? God darn it! If I'm not the kind of guy that can ski with two broken ribs, right? And right as I'm thinking that, I take this just absolutely ski or snowboard, snowboarding. Okay. I'm like, I'm the kind of guy that snowboards with two broken ribs. I don't. I never. I'm the. I never say die. I don't. Yeah, you know I what never I mean? say die. I surf on the biggest day of the year, and then with two broken ribs, I ski, and that's the way I'm going to go down. And sure enough, right as I'm thinking that, I take this just. Brutal fall. I what? mean, like, yeah, just, just absolutely, just like, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! And my ribs, like, it feels like my ribs have just snapped three different places, right? I mean, my ribs are like just absolutely exploding in my body. I'm in so much pain, like, and now I need the ski patrol, right? I mean, like, I did, and I do the same thing my wife does. I'm like, I'm not, not doing the ski patrol. And the kids are like, Are you okay? And I'm like, No, I, I can't breathe. I can't even breathe enough to talk, right? And, um, and we, bottom line, we, I got down, I, you know, I just like lay there for like 20 minutes, kind of loosened it up really? and I just went straight down. That was the end of my day. And, uh, but, but there is a reason why people don't try to snowboard or ski with broken ribs. It's just not smart. So that's my moral. Yeah, I would, oh, that it's is. Really okay. Good. Yeah. All right. I thought I had outsmarted. You think you can just like do whatever you want. You're just like, no, nope, we made plans. Kids are out of school. We're doing this, goddammit. And you just can't. At a certain point, you just have to be like, this is not smart. And that's what I didn't learn until that fall. Yeah, I mean, I think that... There has to be um, some limits, right? Well, I think that... Uh, um, I, that is so, so funny. I was so all, proud of myself. So funny. That was such a funny story. You laughed a burp out of me. <laughs> that's how funny that story was. But yeah, I think that it is... It's really hard when you're excited about something... When you made arrangements to do something, it's really hard to say, no, I'm going to do the responsible thing. Yeah. You know, you just, you've, you put so much into it. But yeah, you can really, I mean, ex what exactly what happened to you is the worst thing that could have come out of that. <laughs> oh, but mean, you're not going to go and get an x-ray? No, there's nothing they can do. That's the thing about broken ribs. They can't do anything. But what if they see that it's really... It's not... As long as you're not like coughing than... up blood or something, and it does seem to be improving, I, like I was able to fly. That was the other thing. The following week, I was going to come and, and, and spend time with you here in Charlotte and do these shows, and I was right. like, 
I don't know if I can, if I can't breathe, this is going to get hard. This is going to be tough. And about two days before this trip, um, it started to like, I could breathe at least, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's still been tough though. I can feel it on stage. It's, it's one of those injuries where you just feel like out of the blue, you're just getting stabbed and you don't know when it's going to happen. Any Uh kind of twisting still can't sleep where like once in a while you turn a little bit and it feels like you've been stabbed. It's crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, it's incredibly. St- I've had different injuries. What's your most painful injury? Uh, I guess that you know that vice that clamped down on my dick. Yeah, I remember That's- that. <laughs> and it was it was extra bad because that was public. I mean, a lot of people saw that snail trailing right about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I I think you know, I don't the know. Old, I have penal I, vice. I haven't. I don't think. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, <laughs> Penial vicing. Um, I've that was a that was I've a later never, days situation. I've never really broken any bones. I buckled my wrist once because I like was running and hit my um and I like slammed into the wall and I was at an age like I don't know what I was like thirteen or something. Yeah. And do you know what it is when a bone gets buckled? No. It sort of pushes into itself and it kind of, it's like ridges come up on either side. It's its very, very strange. And that was somewhat painful, but not that bad. And I got a cast for that. But I, I, don't, I don't know that I've had really, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I mean, I had uh, my toe got infected and I found out this guy did sort of a foot surgery on me because he was hurting so much basically cut my toenail almost lifted it off you know and he found a smaller piece of toenail in there like a clipping that had just been grown over that hurt that was very painful did he actually find like a foot inside your foot yeah and 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 i i did his nasal spray in both of my noses (laughs) uh but yeah i haven't had really that many painful injuries good I guess you're though, you're much more athletic than me. So you put yourself in. I've had a lot of broken things and that kind of thing. Some of them aren't that painful. They it broken, you know, broke my finger and it broken my foot and all these kinds of things and they don't hurt that bad. The injuries that hurt the most are kind of like, really not ones that are as you know people talk about as much. The hip pointer. Have you ever had a hip pointer? No. What's that? It's this thing right here, this area right where your yeah. the skin is right on your hip. Sure. If it gets hit with a baseball or something, your 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 leg practically just goes numb. It hurts so badly. There's no there's nothing there to make it not. There's nothing to absorb it. It goes right up and it sticks to your bone. It's incredibly painful. Anyway, yeah. bottom line, I'm the kind of guy that does a podcast with two broken ribs. You know, that's probably. Quiet yelling. Later days. Later days.